Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we seek to ask and answer the questions of life and theology correctly. I'm Daniel Corey, pastor of King's Cross Church in Kirkland. And I'm Josh Loftus, board certified member of King's Cross Church. Board certified member? I'm a board certified member. Like you Meaning are, that I'm bored. you're bored? Yes, I'm bored right now. You're <laughs> certifiably are bored? Not I'm certified and it's boring. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which is which which here's the thing here's the thing when you're in church boring is good Bo- <laughs> you don't want it's things super thi- exciting it's when things get exciting you like that, people shouting that, that the, yeah it's when things get exciting especially for us reformed baptists excitement is is bad we, we don't know. like that no we don't yep. dig it what's up man how's your week my week has been better i or i've had better weeks you've had better weeks I, i've had better weeks so what i could have happened well it's been um, sunny. It's been beautiful I here. Turned in, yes, that is true. I, I turned into a grumpy old man this week. I was doing some work up in Bremerton, mm. um, up there near the Navy base, and I was in my car, and I was driving out of the Navy base. Yeah. And um, you have a nice car. It, and I mean, it's not. I mean, it's a 2011. Maserati. So, uh, n- no. <laughs> Uh, that's 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 it. That's when I'm asleep and, and I'm dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a Toyota Camry, Daniel. Oh, yeah. 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 I have a 2011. Toyota you have a Camry. you have a Camerati. I have a Camerati. <laughs> I like it sounds better when you say it like that. Yeah. I have a Toyota, <laughs> Toyota Camerati. Cam- Camerati. <laughs> it sounds yeah. Italian. Yes, um, and uh, I was driving out of the Navy base. Uh, I had the right of way. I want to state that right now because here comes screaming toward me. She was big, yelling. Well, she in my mind, she was OK. In my mind, she was yelling bloody murder. That's what matters. Right? And uh, she's on her phone. She's on her phone. Well, you're not supposed to be on your phone when you drive, though. Y- you know, fun fact. Young people like to do their own thing. Oh, gotcha. Um, and she was in the turn lane and she decided to turn uh, because the entire universe revolved around her. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
I'm, I'm stepping into the grumpy old man again. <laughs> That's what's happening. Okay. And, uh, and you're just watching this unfold. I'm, I'm watching this unfold. I slam on the brakes because she swerves right in front of me. Yeah. She, I mean, she's in the turn lane either right away. I'm driving straight. She decides, oh, nah, I'm going to go for it. And she just cranks the wheel, goes right in front of me. I crank my car to the left, slam on the brakes, skid, and, and I know, like, oh, I'm hitting her. I, I'm hitting her. Boom. I just smack you the hit back her back end. bumper or yeah. the back of the side of her yeah. car yeah yeah and i i made a little dent my car made a little dent just just tiny she obliterated my right light i mean it's gone like i literally heard it pop it exploded <laughs> and my fender yeah. is completely messed up just jacked up mm-hmm. my undercarriage is gone <laughs> like it got raptured. I still don't know where it went. <laughs> it's with Jesus. It's my, f- my undercarriage uh, was caught up to heavenly glory. Um, it got out of here will, before I things be got re- really bad. <laughs> I will be reunited with it one day, the day of resurrection. Um, and it made, yeah, so thankfully she had she had insurance. She had how, insurance. How did we make a car wreck story? We can make anything about a Disney the rapture. Show. <laughs> I pride myself on being able to make a Disney <laughs> joke about anything. <laughs> but it made me a grumpy old man because it I... It met him in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the trumpet sound and my <laughs> undercarriage went, that, that bye-bye. Was a, that was your car alarm. It wasn't a trumpet. Right. It was your That's horn. Right. I was getting really scared because my uh, undercarriage was gone. And I'm like, oh, I've been left behind. It's gone. They're just, they're just bolts and, just and bolts washes on the ground. It's just a pile of bolts. <laughs> no! <laughs> just the bolts. <laughs> John, John Hagee's on the radio. If you're listening to this and was left behind, listen to me. Listen to my voice. <laughs> Look to the sky. Look at the blood moons. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it turned me into a very grumpy person because... I, I all of a sudden found out what it was like to like be frustrated with the generation under you, and I didn't like uh, it. I didn't like it because so much shade is thrown at my generation. So much shade. Because you're a millennial. I am. Well, you are too. Am I though? You are. Yeah. What, what year does it start? Eighty-six. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yes. No, it's earlier than that. Check the interwebulars. No, it's it's earlier than that. Yeah, you you are you are on the old side of millennial. I'll give you that, but you are a millennial. All right, I got it. All right. You're calling me out? I'm calling you out, baby. All right. This is what Google says. Anyone born between 1996 and 1981 is a millennial. I think you should check your sources. You and I, what, Google? Yeah. I just, it's it's literally Google. So the internet does not lie? Mm. I don't think they would lie about this. The internet has a lot of reasons to lie about a lot of things, but <laughs> okay. Basic so math, allegedly, we're both millennials. Allegedly, continue. yes. Until further studies, and we different. get hated on. We do. We yeah. as being like the laziest, lazy, snowflake good for nothing, snowflakes. I tell them it's dandruff, not snowflakes. Yeah. And to <laughs> you, <laughs> gross. That's sick. That's no. It's that's beer a generation drift. above us. <laughs> a lot of dandruff going up there in Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> so you were you were upset that someone was texting. I can't even. I was and she a, didn't I was even. upset with Gen Z. Mm. I was throwing some hate at Gen Z. I was. 
gotcha. and it made me feel like a Gen X. I remember you sent me a picture of it. I didn't and like you it. Happy. Oh yeah, no, it's it's. I'm still waiting to hear from insurance. Thankfully, she had it, and but my my car got torqued. Anyway, so so that was your week. Let's try not to be grumpy going into our next segment here, because this next mm. segment, dude, we're wrapping up the solas. Wrapping like Kanye. We're ra- no, no, don't do that. You're right. We're we're wrapping up the series and the solas. We have gone through them all except this last one. There's just one more. There's one more. No pun intended. It's one more. Like one sola. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, sola deo gloria. Sola more. Sola deo gloria. To God be the glory alone. Don't start singing that hymn. Mm-hmm. No, don't. That's my mom's favorite hymn. Mm-hmm. Don't. You're doing I'm it. I'm throwing some love from Mama C. <laughs> she's listening. No, I don't even know if she's listening. I am now her favorite. <laughs> that, no, she's yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, so, what? Why did the Reformation feel like it was necessary? That because it doesn't seem super, super self-evident to say that God alone should be the recipient of glory, praise, honor, etc. Mm. Doesn't like who would argue that? Two words: the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> with with a pop and pee, <laughs> the Pope. <laughs> Uh, So much glory and honor was being sent to the church, sent to the pope. But wouldn't they just say that they were like giving it all to God anyway? They would say that glorifying them would be. The kashishay said different. (laughs) They weren't sending any of that money to God. Follow the cheddar. Yeah, follow follow the cheddar. No, no, none of that money was uh, being sent through heavenly mail. Uh, It was being used to build greater castles and brighter robes. St. Petersburg. And uh, line the pockets of the rich and learned. Hmm. Okay. But they were taken from people who had a lot of money. So, like, they were were the super wealthy and they they could spare it. No, 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 no. So, actually not. Um, They Mm. were actually taking it from the poor that had nothing to give except their last hope for salvation. Ah. Which was money. That's pretty jacked up. It was very jacked up. Mm. It was it was it was quite awful. Like the it was the height like it doesn't get much more jacked up than that. That when, is pretty messed up. When it comes to church abuse, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't get much worse than selling salvation. Ye- yeah. It does, but not by much. Not by yeah. <laughs> You're like I can't think of what would yeah, be I, worse than that. I can't think of something right on now. the spot and I don't yeah. want to dwell on it too much, yeah. So why is it cuz so this one is often uh, regarded as the greatest of the solas sure if if you if you yeah. were to pick one sure. yeah. if you were making a team you'd pick solidio gloria first <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> makes me think like who would we pick last like sola uh, fide over here like you know i always you know, i always get picked last i might as well just at least it always happens <laughs> one forgets me everyone calls me fidey <laughs> it's stupid solified they don't even know how to say my name um why would why would we say that uh Soli Deo Gloria is like the 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 most premier of the solo, solas. Because every for well, for one thing, it wraps all of the other solas and gives them purpose. It literally takes all of the other solas that we've talked about. It is for this purpose and is to be giving God glory. Mm-hmm. Sola Deo Gloria is literally the purpose. You know, the 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 huge existential, like, like philosophical question, what is the meaning of life? Why are we or here? Or the chief right? end of man. Or the, what is the chief end of man? Uh-huh. Uh, man's, or what is man's primary purpose, right? It's, uh, well, that's how I grew up learning it. What is man's primary purpose? To glorify God and enjoy him forever. But, like, where did you learn that? Is that like the Tenasket? No, the Westminster. Westminster Catechism, short. It says the chief end of man. It says, what is man's primary purpose? 
That's what I got. I'm calling you out second, second time in a row. You called me out. I'm like, calling I you out. I proved you. Uh, I'm calling you out. All right. I will find the little booklet that I was <laughs> I will on. find I it. I will find it, and I will prove you wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, I believe the little booklet uh, your parents gave you said it. It was the Westminster Shorter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying it was. It was the Westminster Shorter Catechism. What is man's Sh- primary purpose? Show me man's the primary money. purpose is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And I like it was just ingrained in my head. Sure. But that is the purpose you have the answer of literally right. all things. Yeah. Everything that happens, everything that exists from the beginning of time to when we are all raptured and all Stop. caught up in the glory. Fine. Stop. No, 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 no. no. E- e- sorry. Even after that, even after the rapture happens. In the millennium? In the millennium. Stop it. <laughs> when the locusts are flying around. No, it is all done for the glory of God and the glory of God alone. Salvation is for the, is for the glory of God Everything we do should be done for the glory of God and glory of God alone. And that's what the reformers were trying to say is because so much emphasis was being put on bringing the church, bringing honor to the church, honoring the saints, honoring the pope, honoring the cardinals with your, you know, you know, with with your praise, you know, the intercessory prayers and all that. And the reformers like, no, Mm there is one person and one person alone that is worthy of our is worthy of praise, worthy of honor and worthy of glory. And it's God and God alone. So I wasn't listening because I was looking up the answer. I'm totally right. So it's the chief end of man. Well, can you can you say what you said again? <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> you're the how worst. You? <laughs> you're the worst. How would you define glory? This I mean, is how much Daniel enjoys proving me wrong. Is he will literally sacrifice listening to, listening you talking about to the glory me of God. on the podcast <laughs> so that he can be like, oh hey, by the way. Hey. Did, I didn't hear anything you said, but but you're wrong. <laughs> Get the step in. You no, wrong, bro. no, you found a way to uh, bring brought it, it back. In brought it back. No. Okay, continue. Go. go. Uh, how would you define glory? Like glorifying God? Like you basically defined it, but I think most people, if they don't think, it's sometimes when we talk about glorifying God, it can be kind of abstract and hard to put our arms around. Sure. Like when we say that man's chief end means the the. The end to which, or the goal to which, or the mm-hmm. purpose for which we exist, right. is to exalt, worship, magnify, extol, highlight, point to who God is in His person. Right, and that is why we exist. Right, it's not for me. It's not for. Well, I guess that kind of all, all encompassing. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's not about anything else. It's right. about Him. Yeah. No, exactly. And and something that I struggled with for a long time is figuring out how you do that in a like non-church or non like pastoral setting. Like mm. I, I had a very hard time figuring out how I can fill in like like chop wood for the glory of God. Or fix how septic I can systems. Fix septic systems, right? Like right? I had to fix some septic systems or or put piping together or you know, I have people who are I have people. I have friends and relatives who are, you know, who are who are coding. I have, I have people, people, Daniel. I have people. <laughs> they will find you. Probably not. Probably not. But no, no, and and it's 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 not just the thing itself that you're doing. Because we can do a lot of things that seemingly don't have any like real like tangible way that Wait, it affects so the church. So we you like we see it when we come into church and we sing songs, we get Okay, I'm worshiping God. Right. I'm glorifying God. That we is, get. We could that's even obvious. get. That's obvious. We could even yep. get like, 
I'm listening to a sermon in yeah. a way to think how does this change me? I right. engage in the sacraments. Right. I maybe even we could see it. I, I help my brothers and sisters in the in the body of Christ when they need it. Right. We can see how those things serve the end of God's glory. Right. How does or or should we mm-hmm. in the way that we I mean, I used to fix septic systems for a job. Yeah. Um, how does that, or should that, bring God glory? How does um, the mom who's at home mm. changing diapers, right, uh, taking care of kids, cleaning the house just so that kids can make it a mess again, just so that she can clean it again, just so the kids can make it a mess again, like how does that, or should that, all be arrested for God's glory? I think it really comes down to not focusing so much on the thing itself that you're doing, but the reason you're doing it, your attitude, your motives for why you're doing it. Um, There's a quote by it's attributed to Martin Luther. Some people say he didn't say it. Some people say he did. It's a good quote. I'm going to say it anyway. He says, I believe it. He says, uh, (laughs) he says, the Christian shoemaker does not bring God glory by putting little crosses on the bottom of each shoe. Yeah. He says he brings God glory by making good shoes because God loves good craftsmanship. I actually heard a crazy story about this this week. Oh, okay. Like go a for crazy it. story. Yeah, go for it. What is it? It was a young woman okay. who was convinced that she ought to glorify God in everything she did. Okay. That's, and she had a, a job as a like a typewriter person. Okay. And so she would literally like mindlessly copy things all day. Right. And her uh, supervisor walked by. This is like everyone who hears this is going to be like, oh, that's like a preacher story. Probably not even true. Okay. Uh, no, it is. Okay. And you'll see at the end how it is. And uh, the manager walked by and saw like she was outworking everyone else. And he asked one of the floor managers, like, what's up with that girl over there? Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, yeah, she's a Christian. Oh. And he's like, well, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Right. Oh, it means she works differently, actually. And he, the guy was so like impacted by it yeah that he started like thinking and considering christianity was converted wow by the way that that young lady lived out her faith in the mundane things of her life that she honored and glorified god in the way she typed right that man who was converted gave his testimony in a church one time and there was a person in the audience whose name was sinclair ferguson who was converted because of that story. Wow. Old Sinclair. Wow. Was converted because a young Christian girl typed Soli Deo Gloria. And she didn't actually type the words Soli no, Deo Gloria. No, <laughs> I don't think Just she Just to did. be clear, she <laughs> typed to yeah. the glory of God. So, Daniel, <laughs> would you say, would you, <laughs> would you say then, uh, preach the gospel always and when necessary use words? <laughs> I hate that quote, by the way. <laughs> I I don't think that's what you're saying. I actually yeah. like the quote, except how it's used all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> usually, what we mean, usually when we say that, we're like, I don't want to like, preach. I the like gospel. the quote, except I hate everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it if it if by it you mean everything in our life should glorify God. Right. Ah, cool. Right. But if what you mean is like, I don't want to share the gospel i just want to try to right. live differently in the way that i don't have to talk about the gospel yeah and, and sadly that's the way it 
often is used. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong necessarily with the quote, more the application or use of it. Yep. But we say. should do but everything yes. in life. To the glory of God. Which means it's like sinning gets ruled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yes, you can't sin for the glory of Put God. Put the big kibosh. Newsflash. On the it's impossible <laughs> to sin for the glory of God. <laughs> You can't do it. No. I've tried. You can't do it. You've it doesn't tried. work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Lydia> Gloria. <laughs> I'm sitting that grace may abound. No, right. That's um, not it. But but no no, it's this mentality. <laughs> it's this mentality of Was that the so and so is my jam <laughs> intonations? Yes, that's right. But applied to grace sitting. May abound. Oh, no. Grace abounding. Um no, I it's this mentality that I am not here to serve myself. I'm here as an ambassador. I'm mm-hmm. here as a representative. So all of my speech, yeah. my actions, how I work, how I talk, everything is reflected back to the person of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that with that mentality, what that should cause us to do is how we work, how we play, how we interact with our friends, our family, all of it. it means we be, can't have any fun, though. Yeah, because bringing God glory is really, really boring. Wait, the second the second part of the question or the answer to catechism one uh which, which to, version mine or yours the true one mine mm-hmm. uh would be and enjoy enjoy him, him forever. forever if you want to go piper god's most glorified in us when we are most christian hedonism satisfied in him. yes <laughs> i am a christian hedonist are you are Sometimes. you for real no i don't <laughs> okay. think so yeah, are you a big pipe fan? That was his thing. Uh, I am a Piper fan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't agree with everything that he says, but yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually a huge Piper fan. God used so off track. Favorite favorite Piper book. Favorite Piper book. Yes. Oh my goodness, his marriage book's really good. Uh, uh, the uh, this 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 monumental marriage. Uh, this momentary. This momentary. <laughs> Wait, momentary. Yeah, it's wow. momentary. I, 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 it's my favorite book, and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's momentary. I thought, it was, mo- this, this, I thought this, it was monument. This marriage is big. Yeah. I, just, uh, oh, marriage book. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fantastic uh, book. Don't Waste Your awesome. Life is mine. Uh, also a great book. Solid book. Great song. Makes sense because you're a Lecrae fan. I was a Lecrae fan. You were. Uh, yeah. Great Until book, Until Kanye Should- dropped his fire album. <laughs> That's not, that isn't what took me away from Lecrae-ness. <laughs> That's fair. Um... So this topic came up in my Old Testament class just just this last week. Oh, okay. And um, somehow the students got me sidetracked again, which they're very good at doing. Yeah. And we were talking about uh, limited atonement and or particular redemption, however you want to say it. Sure. And uh, one of the the students asked me, you know, like how does how is that fair? Like why would God do that? Why would mm. God make great question? Make people well, he would never. Yeah save yes correct and i said well that doesn't make sense does it if we have a a man-centered view of life Mm. and so i drew a i'm not very good at drawing on the board as you know yeah but i drew a big circle okay and i put an m right in the middle and said we're naturally born with this as our default worldview right the world revolves around me Mm. and things only make sense as they relate to me i drew another circle with a with a go figure a G in the middle yes. for God, I said. But once we start viewing the world, the universe, and and everything in in correspondence to God, yeah. And us out here on Joy M way way out on the periphery, right. orbiting uh, the the center, which is God, and just said, you know, this is 
if we're going to make any sense of the Bible or any sense of reality, we have to view it through the lens that the Bible teaches us. Yeah. It is not about me. And that Soli Deo Gloria actually, I think, assaults the very core of who we are in Adam. Mm. We, at yeah, the core true. of who we are, think it's about me. Yep. And the Reformers came along. And yes, responding to the Pope, yes, responding to the Catholic Church, but I think even more than that, responding to the heresies of the human heart yep. and said, you know what? Life is not about us. Right. Life is about him. And so everything in our theology, everything in our life, everything in the mundane, everything in the big, everything in the little, it's for him. Yep. And if our lives don't reflect that, then we are we're failing in our primary purpose. Yeah. I think it was John Owen, I want to say, I think, or Edwards, I'm not sure, uh, that said that the the human heart is a factory of idols. That'd be Mr. John Calvin. Oh, is that a Calvin thing? That's a Calvin thing. The human heart is a factory. Oh, close. If you, if you want to say it in the English accent, factory. Uh, it's a factory of idols. <laughs> um <laughs> and That's it's one of true. my favorite it, Calvin it, quotes. Yeah, because it really, like, like you were saying, it gets to the heart of our main problem. Is we were created part of being made in God's image. It was, we we were created to worship. That is why oh, we yeah. are here. We are created to worship, and we will worship something. I feel like that's a David Crowder song somewhere. What? Yeah. I, 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 Why is that I've sparking something? I've never listened to David Crowder, really. I didn't. I'm sorry. I so didn't. you listen to weird 80 music, but not. That's not weird. The Crow Crow. It's not weird that. The I, Cray Cray. Okay. okay. The Cray Cray Crow Crow. No, I didn't. Uh, but, so but we we were created. We were created to worship. To worship. And we will worship something. Always. We are. We 100% are, of the time we are worshiping. It's not like there are spiritual people and non-spiritual people. No. We're all spiritual people. All of us, we 100% all of the time. Yep. We are either worshiping ourselves yeah. and what we put up as worthy of worship, or we are worshiping God. Yeah. We are bringing glory to ourselves or glory to God. At the end of the day, those are the two paths, right? And when we say glory to God alone, sola deo gloria, what we are saying is that everything that I do needs to be about how does this bring glory and reflect the glory of God and send it to him versus what can I get out of mm-hmm. this? Why am I, you know, what, what, what do I benefit yeah. from this? Do you want to hear a crazy idea? Sure. Yes, I of think, course. I think that Soli Deo Gloria is one of the most, if not the most freeing of doctrines. Mm. Suss that out. It means that life is not about me. Yeah. It's about someone greater than me. Right. And so only a life that is consumed with that can start seeing work, art, family as serving a greater purpose. And it actually is the foundation for why Christians can march to their death singing. Oh, man. That's a freeing doctrine. Yeah. The reason the the the. The truth of Soli Deo Gloria, I think, undergirds. It's like that bass note in all of the martyrs' songs. Yep. Like that is a freeing doctrine. Yep. And it should set us free to live life, do art, love our neighbors, feast for the glory of God. Hmm. It's rich, man. It's just the it's it's the mentality. And it's the acknowledgement that we are here to serve the king. 
that yeah. I, I am not I am not a king. I'm here to serve. You're not a king. big deal. I'm not a big deal. I think I am. Is he a big deal? He's the biggest. Yeah. Deal. He, the biggest a, deal. There's only one big right? deal. There is, there is. There is one king, yeah. one king on the throne. And if I start getting in the mentality of bringing glory to myself, calling myself a king, calling yeah. myself, you know, the, you know, whatever, whenever I'm pointing things toward myself, I'm missing the point of why I exist. Yeah. It's that deep. Yeah. I, I am missing the point of why I exist on this planet. You draw breath, you pump blood for one reason. Yeah. And it's not you. It's for him. It's not me. It's not about me. And that'll drive all of our theology. It will. Or sh- it should. It should drive all I of actually our theology. argue, so our next kind of set or series that we're going to go through is Calvinism. Ooh, and if drop you spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. And we've already told you folks that. Yeah. Um, but they probably forgot yeah. at this stage. That's true. Calvinism's next. If we're going to rightly understand salvation, yes, you cannot approach that. Well, actually, I mean, I suppose you can. You shouldn't approach it (laughs) with a man-centered view. No, Um, you're not ready for the conversation on Calvinism if if we don't have first established everything in this world, everything in this universe is for God. Yep, and that's the reason why we went through the five solas first. You sola have to lay the groundwork. Sola Christus, sola gratia, sola fide, sola deo gloria. Yep. It's because we need a foundational understanding yes. that everything is about God. Yes. Not about us. So yes. now we can start going into the more difficult doctrines, if you will. Yeah. And it helps us interpret. It helps us to have a better and deeper understanding yes. of why the doctrines of grace are true. I don't think I don't think unconditional election. I don't think limited atonement. I don't think irresistible grace or things like that. I don't think they make any sense if all of life is not lived for God and for God alone. Completely true. I have <laughs> something for you. You know what time it is. This is the point uh, uh, where things don't make sense for you. You start feeling. It is the session of oppression. It is time for you, as a fellow millennial, to become a grumpy old man, uh, as I oppress you. With <laughs> you didn't awesome even you song. didn't even show any love for my session on oppression, no Cause love because it, it was dumb. So Daniel, this song that I have for you today, it's a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very well known song. Also, as uh, the one last week actually uh, released in 1984. Uh-huh. Um, this one's a little bit different in that it wasn't released on an actual album uh, per se. It was made for a movie, a film, a film that came out in 1984. This song, uh, it. Won or it was at least nominated for Academy Award for Best Original Song, Golden Globe Awards for Best Original Song, just top the charts. One of the Got one it. of the most popular songs in 1984 um, by an artist named Kenny Loggins. You're telling me the other artist's name? I am. I'm giving you the artist's name because if I tell you the name of the movie, it will tell you what the song is. So go ahead and hit that spacey bar and enjoy. Kevin, uh, yes, not Kevin Spacey. No, Ke- Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Is, uh, is this Footloose? It, whoa! Oh. Audience applause. 
How, okay, so how do you, how do you know this song? Well done. I'm actually um, impressed. You didn't know you didn't know Summer of '69, but you know Footloose. Yeah. How does how does? So I've never seen this movie, but I had a friend in seminary who kept referencing it, and then he wanted to like he couldn't believe I hadn't seen it, and so he showed me this scene. Yeah. And it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible to our standards now. He's always drinking beer. Like oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> this has to be some kind of a parody of something. Like, this isn't I'm real. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, no, no. I'm showing you the actual, the actual Kenny no. Loggins music video. Yeah. 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 It, 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 dude, it's on no, Devo. This, no, Josh. I'm telling you, this guy can't be serious. No. I don't believe this. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. It's Vivo. That's what I clicked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Footloose. These were such a dark time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Footloose man. It'd be Kenny so hard Loggins. to be post-mill in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> huh? like, Some people you're found, just going, found a way. And, dude, here's the thing about post-mills. They always find a way. They, <laughs> <laughs> they always find a way. Oh, oh I love it. Well, Daniel, I'm really glad that I was able to uh, oppress you in this way uh, yet again. It's my favorite part of the podcast. That like, was the worst thus far. Like I just really, yeah. Footloose. Okay, yes, he was gyrating. Okay, Footloose, gyrating. He was gyrating. Footloose is the worst so far. Good to know. Yep. All but right. Thank well, you for feeling the need to ruin every, what took my parents decades to protect. Maybe next week. Maybe next week it can be your turn. Yes, I will actually show you something of excellence. Okay, all right, looking forward to that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what you can do. You can head on over to iTunes, give us a raving review and a five-star rating. We really appreciate that. We are on all the sociables, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Reformatory Pod. It's the same for all of them, so Daniel can remember. Mm -hmm. Daniel, you have have anything closing on our way out here? Any pithy statements, words of wisdom? No. I'm done!